This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. This week, emotionally, I was up. Let me tell y'all, um, I'm still reeling from my kids growing up to, like, it seemed like they're growing up at light speed. Like, it's like yesterday, you know, they were still little kids and, you know, just wanting to be all up on me and stuff like this. And now they, you know, going to kick it at the friend's house, uh, getting jobs, getting driving permits and stuff like that. So I was still kind of, you know, dealing with that, but on a, on a positive side, like it wasn't like a, a negative feeling or a depressed I feeling like I, I genuinely was like, wow, like in awe of um, how far that they have come, how far I've come um, in life in general, just seeing them be uh, well-rounded young men. Um, but this week, it escalated to the Valentine's dance. Like they want to get outfits and like they just, they reminded me so much of me at different phases of my life. And I was just looking like, Oh my God. Like I just, I just laughed because I know who I was at that age. And you know, when you were, when you were growing up, you don't really realize how, how fast time passed. And now looking at um, my kids, like, like be eighth grade uh, and a, um, a sophomore, like it makes me think about what I was doing at that time. And it was, it was, it was wild. Like um, me and my best friend, Mac, like our, our sons are a month apart and seeing them be 16 now it's like man i remember what what me and him was doing at 16 and it it was just crazy but i just felt good because we both you know moved our kids out of um the life that we were living in the area that we were living in which is is good for them sometimes we both we both miss it because you know they lost some grittiness but they're safe so that's always a plus but just being excited about that, like on the parental side, I was just really, I was just really in between like being excited, being shocked, and and I'm not even going to tell y'all the ways that twin worked my nerves, like the way he jokes about stuff. <sighs> Anyways, so I was reeling off of, off of that, just being kind of excited, kind of annoyed, kind of bothered. Um, because I'm a parent and, you know, they're boys. So I got to, you know, give them the talk, you, uh, cause again, I know what I was doing at that age. So I got to give them the talk make sure, you know, ain't none of that popping off on my watch. And, um, I've always talked to them about sex in general, just so they could be aware. Cause I don't ever want them to be in a position to, um, be forced into something without having, um, knowledge of it. And, or I, I don't want to hear, I didn't know that could happen. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm not that type of parent. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not condoning it, but I, I want you to stand on yours if, if something does happen, and, um, that requires you to be there. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to raise kids that are unaware of what sex is, what can happen from sex and stuff like that. So, um, they've all had that talk. Even my little one already has had that talk just to at his level. Because life moves so fast and, you know, in the blink of an eye, you could, with these kids could be in a situation that they need something, um, they need something to help them get through a moment that I never taught them because they were quote unquote too young. So twin just jokes too, his jokes are too close to reality and he had me stressed, but made it through the night good they have fun you know they send me a picture of of them and their friends and stuff like that so I was cool and just I was just excited you know what I mean it's just it it's the frustration is normal in my opinion or in my in my experience the frustration is normal when you start realizing your kids are really growing up um, because they're getting to a point to where uh, they don't need you as much and I've always been like a uh a free flowing type parent, like I'm gonna give you the foundation and then let you you gotta find your way. So that was cool, but I took Monday off because I told y'all last week I was just I was beyond um over the the training situation and I'm not gonna hold you, I was annoyed this week because I thought it was over and like I I had to take the day off for the simple fact that they wasn't gonna let me um not trained and I was just burnt out like I'm not used to having somebody sit next to me you know my full eight ten hour shift um for whatever reason and again I'm not it's not that the person is like like we don't even really we don't even really have much um to do it's just the the simple fact that someone is there even if it wasn't this particular trainee um because I had someone else sitting with me um like, I want to say last month, like five weeks ago, I asked somebody still me. And it's just like, I know it's my job and I want to be able to to do that. But for me going through what I'm going through, being an introvert, also still, you know, um, being medicated for anxiety and depression, it's like it's it's difficult. So those things play a big part in me having to complete my job like I can do my portion alone make my phone calls reconcile my accounts yada yada whatever but when somebody is sitting with me I have to it's this extra energy that I have to have available in just in case and that is my energy that I reserve for myself so when I took off Monday um, I just figured like all right cool I get this break from from having to deal with this Uh, she should have all of her stuff and be okay. Came in Tuesday, bright and early. I was like, bruh, like, w- why? Um, and I immediately got annoyed. I know last week I said I wasn't, I, like, I kind of, that was a white lie, because I was annoyed last week, but it wasn't like I'm annoyed this week, because I'm at the point to where it's like enough is enough. Like, there's other people that could do this. And I, I've been I've been giving all of my time. Like I said, we go to break, go to lunch, second break, leave, like low key feeling like we in a relationship, and it's it's annoying. So, again, uh, 
it's it's I understand that this is a part of of my job and stuff like that. So I don't want to make it as if it is that harsh. It's just like this been going on for so long, and I'm just um, I'm just over it. I just can't I can't deal with having to uh, to do this consistently every single day. Like I didn't I didn't sign up for this. So, um, hold on. I'm so sorry. So rude. Um, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't, I I didn't sign up to be a trainer. That's not really in my job description. Um, we have a whole training department that's supposed to do that, but they only are, for whatever reason, they are only able to train from, um, a technical standpoint, like they can only give you the basics of the systems and stuff like that. At least that's what they used to be able to do. Um, and then the shadow was supposed to come um, after you've gone through that type of training. And now you kind of know what you're doing and you just need like um, you need basics on account, like reconciliation uh how to do an appeal or where to put the appeal and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, we are having to do all of the training. And I'm just annoyed. I'm just annoyed because it's been five weeks and I don't get paid extra for, I don't get paid extra for the longevity of having to train. It's not actually in my, in my job responsibility. And it's like, it, it, I feel like it takes advantage and it takes time away from what I'm, um, what I'm trying to do. But it's like, I'm I'm overly just burnt out just in general with with all of it. Um and again, I know that this is something that happens like across the board and in corporate America, right? In corporate America, you have you have your your things that you need, right? You have your metrics that you have to meet. And it's understandable. Like you have your productivity goals um as a as a single person, as a team. Um you have your um your corporate goals and stuff like that. And we go on and on with you know attempting to do our parts, right? And it doesn't it doesn't matter like what happens. Um, that's just the goal. We just try to do our parts. No matter how good we do, though, they ask for more, right? And so we had this. We had our regular meeting on uh, on Friday, and you know, one of the directors, you know, doing the regular scripted. Um, you know, you guys gotta dig in deep. And, you know, make sure you're doing this correct and doing that correct. And at, like, we, we just need a little bit more, you know, we have to meet this goal by this time and that time. And it's just like, okay, cool. But you don't pay anymore. Right. Like you don't, there's no incentive. Um, there's no incentive for you going over and beyond. Right. Um, I was, I was like, when I say like, I just was frustrated. And again, I don't know if I was frustrated because it was like fully frustrating, fully frustration or fully frustrated with what he was saying. And, or was it just on top of the annoyance of training? But either way, I hit my boss up or I hit my immediate super up. Like, yo, when are we doing annuals? Because I need to say something professionally. Um, and I, uh, I'm frustrated and I want to say it in a way that 
that is understandable and not comes off as like I'm bugging. So had the meeting um, or after the meeting, he was like, all right, give me a second. I got to um, I got to do something. I'll call you. So when he hit me up, when he hit me up, I um, just just unplug it all the way. Um, when he hit me up, he's like, what's wrong? And I said, man, listen, um, I know you do a great job in, in, you know, leading us and doing the best that you can to, to do everything that you're supposed to do as a leader. I said, but I'm, I'm extremely frustrated. I said, and it's not how, it's not how you coach or it's not how you, you know, tell us that we've done something wrong or the errors or whatever. I said, but it's the energy that's given when you are wrong and or create an error, right? Like y'all are on our ass immediately, right? You get all these nagging emails from upper leadership and they're this and they're that and why this and why that and half the times, you know, the upper leadership is not like paying attention to certain things. And I'm, um, I said, I'm, I'm confused by that. I said, because on one hand, you, you, you guys are saying that, you know, we are in the trenches and, you know, we work these accounts and, you know, it's up to us, this, that, and the other. And then when we do it, we give you guys good metrics. We do all this, you know, annuals come around and you're like, oh, 10 cent, 12 cent. And my frustration is. I want the equal amount of energy as hard as you're going to be on me. If I, if I mess up an account, as hard as you're going to be on me as if I adjust the account incorrectly, that's how much I want to receive. If I've had a stellar year, like if I went over and beyond, had a crazy year of, you know, getting these accounts reconciled, getting that money in the door, yada, whatever. Like I want to see that it's disrespectful for you to, for you to tell me, Oh, it's unlimited OT. That's not an incentive for me. It's not like, I'm sorry. I don't know how anybody else thinks about it, but it's not an incentive. And I said, it's just really frustrating. And then I felt myself drifting into complaining. I felt myself drifting into a point to where um, it was no longer based off of the facts of what I was feeling. Like I felt myself start getting like really, really mad just thinking about the nine years that I've been with this company and the good years that I've had and the little merits that the little merit increases that I've received. And then when I do wrong, how harsh the punishment is. And so I always say on the pod, I'm not arguing with nobody. If I feel like a shift in my emotion, um, you know, I'll just stop and this, that, and the other. And I say that to myself openly so that again when it happens I'm gonna like I'm gonna be challenged with it right so I tell y'all listen to the podcast all the time to learn stuff so as I'm like I felt my like if I'm lying I'm flying I felt myself going into like a a a complaining mode and being so emotional in what I was saying and I stopped myself right there in my tracks, like, cause I felt it coming. I said, you know what? I feel like I'm, I'm complaining and my intent is not to complain. 
my intent is to let you know I feel very disrespected with how hard that we all work in as much overtime that we give you guys. Um, and you guys keep asking for more, yet we have our annuals, and it's always a reason why we only get ten cent and twelve cent. And this is a gazillion fulfilling dollar company. It just doesn't make sense. And I, I I hope that at some point, you know, you guys understand the frustration and the lack of a uh, care you guys show for us doing uh over and beyond. And then I stopped. And I was so proud of myself because y'all wasn't there to see that. It wasn't no one there to hold me accountable if I went against myself um, and did complain. There was no one to to look me in my face and say, that ain't what you talk about on a podcast. That's not how you behave. You know, that's how that's not how you say you behave when you when you deal with stuff. And I was so proud of myself because I was able to feel it hear it and be like fam for what like this not even like like it is this is getting ready to shift your entire energy for the day it's not even worth it it's not even worth it and being able to stop like I like I always say stuff until I feel it and once I feel it somehow some way I I I get challenged with it. And a lot of times I miss the mark. A lot of times I miss the mark. Like it be stuff with my kids, uh, it be stuff with my God kids. I'll just be rah, 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 rah. Because for them, for them, it, I just black out. I'm just going, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of times, like I don't be thinking about nothing about this podcast when somebody does something, says something to, to my kids. And I want to be who I say I am at all times. I want to be who, like at every moment. It's not that I want to be perfect because perfection does not exist. I want to be who I say that I am at all times, no matter if I'm dealing with the protection of my kids, my God kids, you know, if I'm dealing with the protection of myself, my family, just, I want to be that person. So for me being able to, uh, one, have that moment, but to realize it, right. It made me think like we never give ourselves credits for the small steps. We never really recognize like when we finally are challenged with something and we beat it. Because before I would have been like, man, all right, then whatever, you, you're not listening. But that would have been a cop out. It's not that you're not listening. I'm just so frustrated and, and, and now that's, her, that's a tantrum, right? The tantrum is when, you know, you're so emotional and so just mad at something that you can't even finish the conversation. But you have so much that you have left to say, right? That's the tantrum. Ah, forget it. The complaining is when it turns from this is this is seriously like if you look at this, I'm doing this. I go over and beyond here. This is what you give me. But if I make an error, this is what you give me. Right. Straight facts is no. Well, I feel like you're picking on me. I feel like and I felt myself going into that, even though it is facts that I feel that way. That has nothing to do with right now. 
like me being picked on, that's that's something that I deal with with HR. That has nothing to do with you. But I felt myself doing that. And in real time, I was like, mm, felt myself about to complain. I feel it. And I said it out loud to him. I said, hey, my bad. This is not what I called you for. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm complaining because that's not my intent. This is what I called you for. And I ended the call. And so that set with me for the rest of the day, right? Yeah, this was yesterday. That sat with me all day yesterday. And I celebrated me mentally being able to be who I say I was in that moment. I keep saying, I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm not, I'm not doing none of this. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing any of that. And so I was proud. I was challenged again. You know, my niece, something's going on. There's some conflict going on and, and she's talking crazy to people. And, you know, she started, she, she texts me something wild and every bit of emotion wanted me to respond in a way like, like I was like, stronger than her right because how like because i'm your uncle you don't talk to me like that right but because i know the situation is such a touchy subject i responded in a way that wasn't a tantrum it wasn't even a i'm um, i'm stronger than you it wasn't even a bully type thing it wasn't even a negative response even though she was feeding negativity to me right even though she was coming at me in a way that I, I I pray that she doesn't mean. But because I say what I say and I'm 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 constantly listening back to the podcast and um I know that these moments are gonna come. I know it without a shadow of a doubt because I try to be too positive. I try to be too loving. I try to be too caring. I try to be everything that I say that I am. So how do you become that without being challenged with things um especially with people who are close to you that you love. And right as I read, you know, the text that she sent me, like I was, I was upset, but more hurt, like, huh? But I responded with love. I responded with love. No matter what you think about me, no matter what you feel, understand my intent is to protect you at all times. You are my niece. I love you. If you think otherwise, that's on you. But everything in me wanted to fight fire with fire. But I'm in a mental space in my life that I'm not arguing. I'm I'm just not. If it alters my emotions to a point to where it's going to affect me. And I have control. I have to control it. Like if the end result is not life and death, if the end result is not freedom, say what you want. Again, I go back to what I always say. I was there. I was there. So again, I was proud of myself. Because these are two things that are very important to me. My niece and my god babies and my job, right? 
I could have responded in a way that wasn't conducive to me and created a complaining, chaotic atmosphere. But remember I told you a few podcasts ago that sometimes you got to sit in a chaos. You have to, and you have to be able to maneuver through it without making too, uh, making too much more waves and create an extra commotion because that's going to leave you in that space longer than you need to be. And so I'm challenged with that. And this week, like I'm telling you, like I knew something was going to happen because I was too happy on the parental side um, and, and the parental annoyance of the kids growing up and, you know, going through memory lane of, oh, man, I remember when I was in high school going to the dance and oh, I remember when I went to my first kickback or I remember when me and my boys used to hang in a bug and, you know, we used to go crazy and like I remember all that. Right. Every time something is going on in your life that is positive, that gives you a level of peace, that um, that gives you a, a balance, right? You're happy, and, 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 and I'm saying happy loosely. Uh, it can be happy, or you could be at a point that you're not happy or sad, but everything is going right. Right. And, and like nothing is extra. Everything is going OK. And then you you're challenged with something negative. You're challenged with something that's trying to alter and, and test. Are you who you say you are? And so I knew something was coming. I knew like I felt it in my soul. I felt something coming because I was too excited. Like and unfortunately. That's just how it is. And the moment that I that I start feeling like I, right, you a little bit too excited about you know, just being comfortable. You 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 a little bit too excited about the peace you the the, the little bit of peace that you have. Something is coming. Be prepared. And lo and behold, we have this meeting, and these people are complaining, and and people need to do this and if they don't do that you need to tell their supervisor and this that and the other and then we just we need more blah 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 blah, blah. and then this thing with my niece and both times I came out the victor to me I didn't complain to my supervisor I expressed my my feelings about the situation I stated facts about the situation I let it go I didn't respond emotionally to my niece. I didn't talk bad about her. I didn't, you know, I didn't respond the 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 bad for bad. I responded with love because that's who I say that I am. I love you. That's my niece and I'll protect her even when she don't want to protect herself. It is what it is. You can feel how you want to feel. It's on you. But for me, those were small victories. And I'm I'm so excited that I listened back to my podcast because I learned so much. Me hearing myself say, I don't want to argue with people. I want to put myself in a position to where I can be at peace with, with dealing with things the way that I deal with it. And so when challenged with that, I was able to overcome. And at that, you know, even though that this, this part of it literally was between yesterday and today. I feel good. That really closed my week out very good. You know, it's so much that comes up against us all in life. And, you know, I know it's it, the reality of it is it's beyond frustrating. You know, it's it's difficult dealing with with family members. It's di- difficult dealing with jobs. It's difficult dealing with your emotions a lot of times. Um 
in life in general, but we put in these positions to to be tested, to be who we say that we are. And if we are really that, then we will be able to overcome if we just stay focused and believe. Uh, more importantly, give ourselves credit when we are when we get to these moments and we have to overcome. You know, we are we we're, we're able to overcome those situations and respond um, in a healthy way that is conducive to ourselves. And I know you guys probably go through it. And I know that, you know, the things that I that I say right now probably are normal, you know. But again, I don't I don't talk to a lot of people like I talk to you guys. I don't open up, you know, my regular day um two people. So if you guys have any feedback, good or bad, um, if you guys have anything you want to talk about in regards to your mental health, if you want to, you know, go back and forth with, with the mental health check advice, give me advice. If you need advice, if you just need to vent, I'm here, you know, um, you can hit me up at Poetic Properties on Twitter, Poetic Property Podcast on IG. You can follow me on Good Pods. You can actually leave something right. You can leave a message right there and I'll be able to get to it um, without having to kind of dig through it. But yeah, I just, this is just one of those fights that we have as human beings and it's always going to be that but it's up to us to be the better versions of ourselves like just for the sake of being just just for the sake of being like I told myself that I'm not I'm just not gonna be arguing with people like that's just my goal that's my goal in general is I don't want to be arguing with nobody I don't want to be fighting um, unless I have to, I, I just, it's not necessary, right? It's not necessary. Um, if there is not a threat to my life, is there, if there is not a threat to my freedom, I just feel like arguing to a certain extent is just useless. Like for what? I know that seems wrong. Like I'll listen to your feelings and stuff like that, but a lot of times they're not going to respond. I just will look at you and like, all right, cool. Like, that's how you feel. Cause I just, I'm not going to convince you. I, I just, I, I feel like trying to convince people they are right or wrong. is It's just useless. I shouldn't have to, like, you should be able to, to have that level of accountability that you know that you're wrong, that you know that you're being extra. Like, again, I, I think I said last week in regards to people seeing stuff in snapshots. I don't care about the snapshot. I care about the overall picture. So you can you can take that how you want to. Like, I don't mean to be offensive. And if it is offensive, I really don't give a damn because I'm just not going to put myself in that position because I know what that I know how that affects me. I know how that affects my household. I know how that, you know, affects my work ethic towards um the apparel towards the pot, towards my kids, towards me cooking. Like I just know how I am when I allow myself to be um dragged into something emotionally and I feel like that person is wrong and I allow myself to start arguing with them because I shouldn't have to convince you like right is right. Wrong is wrong. And for me, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like I, I'm just, that's just what it is. Like, show me, show me, like, give me a tangible, like a tangible view of why I'm wrong. And 10 times out of 10, I'm going to be like, all right, like, I don't even have, I don't even have, uh, 
emotions left to be fighting with people. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Like, I just really don't. Like, I, I, I be so tired. Um, I be mentally, you know, discombobulated a lot. I just, I don't have it. So you got it. I don't need to get my point across. I don't need for you to think that I'm right. All I need to, like, for me, it's just a reality thing. Were you there or were you not? If you weren't there and I keep saying you are, then that's a different story. But if you were there and I was there, like, I'm not arguing with you. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. It doesn't make, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, like, for what? The goal is to to get through life and be healthy and 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 do the best that we can to to survive. Um, in that right, in in me having that that thought process with myself of, um, I'm not about to focus on the extras because that shit just noise, right? It's just it's all really just chaos. At the end of the day, like, I don't, my feelings in corporate America don't matter. I don't own it. It's not mine. I chose to work there. I have to deal with it. No matter how frustrated that I get, like, I can express my frustration and, and feel like you're listening. But in reality, I, what are you, you can't do nothing because they're probably doing the same thing to you. Right? So that's why it's no need to, to complain. It's no need. Right? Because, Freud, what are you going to do? It is important for you to go on record like this is what I feel. This is what, th these are the facts of the matter. I gave you this much time. I gave you this much, you know, uh, money in. I done this. I, my, I met my metrics. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. Because that needs to go on record because that's just how corporate America go. But how I feel about it, nah. And it's like, it goes along to 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 what I'm saying or what I'd be saying about accountability and and having to um to build yourself, right? So the reason why I even I mentioned I was proud of myself for doing that in real time and recognizing that in real time was because for whatever reason, we only focus on failures in our lives as human beings. If society doesn't consider what we've done an achievement, we don't celebrate it for ourselves. This is why, like, I kind of stay off of social media, like, as a result to looking to be or find an example or look up to people like celebrities and stuff like that because they'll have you believing that if it's not a new car, a new home, a new vacation, a new baby, that the achievements don't matter. I'm a person suffering through depression um, and anxiety. For me, a, a, a major thing is being able to recognize you don't need to respond in that way. That's major for me. Because as hurt as I am, as down as I am, as as depressed as I am, and angry as I am, I'm able to say that's a me thing. The, the response that you're going to get is going to be according to you, not because I'm going through what I'm going through. 
when I'm sitting at work and and I I hear these things and we need more, we need more, and I'm giving you I'm, I'm giving you more like than I even have myself. I'm putting more into your business than I'm putting into myself. The natural response is the hell with all this peace, right? But for me, a person going through what I'm going through, and I have all these feelings and emotions about my personal life and things that I'm trying to to get over and get through and, and rebuild. Me saying, hey, these are the facts. I feel like this should be the same energy as that. That's major for me because I'm in the middle of a rebuild. I'm in the middle of, of building a castle. And both my failures and my achievements are bricks. But I have to desi- I have to decide which bricks I have to keep, which bricks I have to break down uh, completely, which bricks I have to break pieces off of because there's a good lesson in there. And all these bricks are held together by pain, hurt, happiness, love, etc. Right? So going through all of this and having to understand that we were... How can I say this? The blueprint we were giving, I don't know why I would say giving. The blueprint we were given is from outdated ideology and social standards. And we are now in a position that we have to build our own space. That blueprint that we that we received is is null and void because now so late in life we realize that this don't fit me, right? This this it, it doesn't fit me. That brick that sits right there, that foundation is different than the foundation that I, I want to be on. The foundation of that blueprint that I was given is not the same as as what I want to stand on. So I got to break that down. It's a good lesson in there, so I'm going to keep a corner. This lesson of, of fear, I don't I don't want none of that. So I got to crumble that down. I got to I got to like that's dust now. That's up out of here. Get sweep that away. I don't, I don't want that. But in order to do that, it goes back to what I always say. We got to have accountability you realize so late in life that uh one size one size don't fit all right just simple as that we're we're we i hear so many people say they want to break the the generational curses and stuff like that and it starts with accountability because a lot of the generational curses is us just not wanting to hurt the elders feelings like let's just be honest here it's not a curse. It's us feeling fe- feeling like I'll dishonor them if I don't do this. If I don't raise my kids this way, they'll look at me away. If I don't look at family this way, they'll look at me away. If I don't, you know, look at like it's it's all about how they see life. 
what gets left out and not accounted for is the time frame of which you were raised and brought up and the things that were happening, right? I said before, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not with just fearing just to fear. I'm realistic. I go through what I go through in life, but I'm not just one of them. Like I'm scared of this just to be just just to be scared. I'm not having my kids be a certain way because when I was little, you know, this would happen to me and stuff like that. We have years and years of of just fear and no understanding. And that's a brick that I don't want in my house. I don't get that up out of here. Serve that to somebody else because I'm 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 not doing it. Um, I can't live the life of my mom just like my mom couldn't live the life of her mom because it was different circumstances. But the curses, we just the the, the generational curse keep happening out of fear of not wanting to disappoint the person who gave you that shaky foundation. It was solid for them. It was solid for them, but now you take those bricks with you when you leave and you lay them down in your foundation and you start living life and you start working on your own and you start having relationships and having kids and you start realizing, whoa, this, this ground is uneven. Not because all the bricks were bad, but some of them were extremely bad and you got to get rid of them. But you don't like, it takes you so long because in your heart of hearts, you're, you like you. Uh, listen, again, it's my podcast. It's my opinion. Um, I feel like we are so brainwashed to be like the people before us that the fear overcome the fear in us. Oh, it it overtakes everything. It overtakes everything. And unless you have that that relationship or you have that fight of, I have to be who I'm supposed to be with yourself, right? Because you get to a certain point in life. Like some people don't. Some people, you know, unfortunately, you know, it takes a while for them to see it. For me, I feel like it hit me because of everything that I've been through in my life. It hit me to say, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't care how it looks. I don't care who it offends. This is my castle. I'm building it the way that I want to build it. Again, I'm not saying that your bricks are not needed. But what I'm saying is the 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 ones you want me to use, they're not valuable to me. The ones you think that are the strongest, they're the weakest to me. And so I got to do this brick by brick. I got to inspect it. I got to twist it, turn it, flip it. Rub it, scrub it, rub like I gotta do all of that to make sure that it's gonna fit because I hurt different than you. I love different than you. I went through pain different than you. Yeah, it might have been similar things that we went through with relationships and stuff like that, but it was a little bit different. So your brick is not your your brick is not gonna fit smoothly into the mortar that I have. And so I have to adjust, I have to adjust that pain and I have to adjust that hurt and I have to adjust that happiness for it to fit. And sometimes it just doesn't fit. And we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with telling my grandparents, that don't work for me. 
We have to be okay with 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 telling our parents, "Hey, that that does not work for me." I know that's how you raised me, but if I had a voice and, a, and an opportunity to tell you then that it wasn't working, then I would have told you. But I come from an era where you can't. I come from an era where you cannot speak a certain way. You don't get to have feelings. You you eat what you what you're given. You speak when you're spoken to, and that's just everybody that's not i don't want to make it like you know i was in jail or anything like that but that's just that's what it was in that era and we grow up and we feel like that and we have these kids and it's like oh i want to break the generational curse and it's like why is the generational curse always finances why is that it why is it always money it's all like it's always only money when people talk about breaking general curses, uh, generate generational curses. Why is it not behavior? Why is it not emotions? Why is it not mental? Like, why are we so, why are we so stuck on just finances? I know money makes the world go around. I know, you know, having a lot of money gives you a lot of time to do. I told y'all before, I'm so like, I'm so ready to be rich, not even for the money, but just to be able to do what I want to do with time. Like if I knew every single bill would be paid, like I wouldn't like. I would just be being creative and doing the podcast and doing the poetry and doing the apparel and doing something meaningful. But why is the generational curse only finances? It's never I want to have a better mentality than the people before me. I want to be able to control my emotions better than the people before me. Because we're so afraid to to get disowned and we're so afraid to be the black sheep and we're so afraid to to hurt people. Fam, listen, I don't care if you don't like the way my castle look. I'm building it for me. I'm building it so that I can be protected. I'm building it so that I can give protection. I'm building it so that I could live the life that is meant for me. The difference between me um, um, and and the time that I was raised, like your parents just build the castle and you gotta you just gotta live there. And you gotta live there with their rules and you have to live there with uh with their standards and you have to live there because they pay the bills because of this. So for me, I let my kids build their house and my, I let their, them build their castle in my castle. So as I'm building, yeah, you got, you, 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 to a certain extent, you got to, you, there's rules here. Yeah. You can't just be wilding out, but you have your space that you can build your own standards. I don't, bo- I don't bother them. I don't bother them in their room. That's their castle. I respect them. I knock on the door. Yo, y'all good? Just to make sure anybody building a bond, make sure, you know, anybody watching nothing inappropriate, whatever. But that's your castle. You do what you want to. If I walk past and your castle door is open, yeah, I'm going to say clean it up. It is what it is, but I'm allowing them to be who 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 they're gonna be. So as I'm building bricks of consistency, and I'm in, in, or if I'm I'm creating bricks of consistency, and I'm creating bo- uh, bricks of love, and I'm um, creating bricks of stability, and they see me doing that, they can choose to like, Dad, can I get a piece of that brick? 
or they can build it themselves. Or they can say, Dad, can you help me? And now I'm adding because I'm wanted, because I am invited to assist, still not take over. Hey, son, this is this is what I think about this situation, you know, but what what do you feel? Well, all right, cool. Well, this look at it like this and cool. Now we now we put a brick together and boom. Now it don't matter. It fits in both our houses. Because we did it together. A lot of people think my kids run my house, but I'm raising human beings. I can't te- I in today's world, I can't raise children. Because children their age are being killed. Children their age have jobs. Children their age have kids. So I can't, I'm not raising kids. I'm raising human beings. So I got to let you build your house and I got to let you choose your bricks like I choose mine. You can tell me. I don't like that brick, dad. Okay, cool. Don't add it to yours. But this is what I feel. This is my brick. I feel like this is a brick of perfection and I'm going to keep this. Because of the pain that I went through. You may, like they told me, they, they told me, you're always mad the first week of the month. They have no idea. Now like, you always got an attitude. That's my brick to carry right now. Don't worry about it. I'm going to let you figure that brick out for yourself. I'm going to let you figure out how hard you work in, in what happens the first week of your life as an adult. You got it. You know what? Yep, I do. I have an attitude from the first through the seventh. I do. That's my brick. You don't have to use it. When you get uh, ownership of the castle, you can kick that brick out. But trust me, yours is going to be just as as thick and and rigid as mine. And we have to we have to recognize this. We ha- like we 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 have to be able to um, not only create the bricks, but build it piece by piece in a way that's conducive to our lifestyle, the way that that is going to uh, leave a mark on your kids, on people that you deal with, on people that you love in a positive way. Like you want to, you want to build and you, like you want to build something and you want to make sure that it has a purpose. You want to make sure that people want to be a part of it. Um, but more, you more so you want to make sure you want to be a part of it. I always speak about not doing anything from, from, uh, malice, uh, from hatred, just as long as you are doing it from a place of peace and that peace could be your own. You did not, I'm not saying overall peace, but as long as you are doing that from a place of peace to you, it's, it's worthy. It doesn't matter what your ancestors think. It's worthy. It doesn't matter if you, you know, take pieces of what they taught you and what they left you um, and build on it. It doesn't matter if you completely don't, you know, you completely remove that blueprint and build your own because of the life that you, you've you had to live and the things that you, you've gone through. But it's up to you. I'm in a position in my life and I'm at a space in my life that I don't want to do anything from anger. The generational, the, the, the generational curse that I want to break is mental 
is emotional. Um, yeah, it's, it's those two. I want my kids to be able to be, to have control over their emotions and feel what they feel. That brick of you, ain't nothing wrong with you. Stop crying. Suck it up. Nah, cry. If you mad, be mad. Whatever, whatever you feel, feel. That brick, like, I, I wish that brick didn't exist in the castle that I was raised in. I wish it didn't exist for a lot of us, uh, a lot of us men, a lot of us black men in general, that I wish that brick wasn't part of the castle of you just have to be tough at all times. Don't cry, suck it up. You a man, yada, yada, whatever. Nah. Feel what you feel. I wish that brick wasn't so 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 difficult for, you know, our ladies, our our, our black women in general. Stop nagging, stop complaining, serve your man, do that. Nah, serve yourself. Love yourself. This societal standards make us build these bricks that create hatred towards who we're supposed to be. It puts us in these in these walls and 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 doesn't allow us to feel and be who we're supposed to be. Stop worrying about what everybody going to think about the castle because beauty is perspective and that goes for everything. I might think you have the best body, best face, best thing in the world. and The next person might see something hideous. Somebody might say that's the ugliest person in the world. I might be like, yo, that is a baddie. So I'm be like, 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 bro, look like he just fresh off of a freaking danger zone. Somebody will look at him and be like, I like a hardworking, rough looking man. He fine. Beauty is perspective. So we can't keep being afraid of what people are going to think about what we build. And I know I'm like, I'm saying that metaphorically, but like in reality, like you can't keep worrying about how people look at you. You can't worry about that if you are comfortable with that. If that is the house that you built, if your body is the body that you built and you comfortable in that, be comfortable in that. If you at the gym solely because people is at the gym, if you on this weight loss kick solely because people keep telling, oh, you need to be in the gym. Man, fuck out of here. Even if it's the flip side, if you getting big and getting hefty and stuff because your partner like, oh, I like big girls, oh, I like big guys. But man, if you don't, if you are not comfortable, build yourself better. It don't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what what society says. It doesn't matter how people are looking at you, how you see you. I tell people all the time, whether I have this dad bod or or I'm at my fighting weight of 165, I'm fine now, motherfucker. My sex is excellent. I could cook. I'm loving. I, I all I'd like. I'm building for me. We get so lost, and I have to. I have to please everybody. I can't behave like this because I want to get this type of job. I can't party like this because people are going to say this. I can't stay in the house too many times because people are going to call me a homebody. I can't uh, not drink because people are going to say I'm a square. I can't drink too much because people are going to call. 
What do you see? What did you build? What bricks do you do? What, what, what bricks are you standing on? What are you made of? What are you held together by? It ain't money from them. It ain't pain and hurt from them. So why do, why can't that be part of the thing that we rebuild? Why can't that be a generational curse that we break, which is breaking down and completely destructing the building we were left if it doesn't fit us? Everybody always say land is so important. Land is so important, right? So for me, let's say the land is my emotions. What if you left me in shambles, whether it's relationship, whether it's parents, whether it's grandparents, whether it's work, what if you left me in shambles? And I'm working in and, and because you left it to me, I'm like, man, I can't say nothing because, you know, that's what they left me. They left me that land. If that land is horrible land, then I got to get rid of it. I got to get somebody out here to to retill it, to 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 put a new foundation down to put more seeds down, better seeds down. I need to get somebody out here that's going to water it and keep, uh, you know, keep the, the, the lawn fresh and stuff like that. I need to get somebody out here to make sure that this foundation is set correctly and that what's building on top of it is going to remain. And the person is me. The person is yourself. Brick by brick, we got to hand, we, we have to handle it. We have to get our hands dirty. We have to, Especially if we have kids, especially if we have partners, like there's a certain level of dependence on us being who we supposed to be. And if you being something for somebody else, when shit hit the fan, all that, all of it's going to come to light. All of it's going to come to light. That's why I mind my business. I just observe. I've always been a person to just observe so that when things start going crazy and if I have to react in a way that I feel like it is is to protect I'm going to protect but I'm going to protect with everything that I've observed I keep saying I'm not a fighter I'm a finisher that's physically and that's mentally I'm not like I'm not out here on no knocking people out and stuff like that but I can tell you this the only fair fight that I ever lost was with somebody that was 6'2 Somebody who who was who was ripped like I'm I'm only you know five seven. I started the fight thinking that it was gonna go in my favor and it didn't, but that was the the brick that I chose to stand on. Did I learn my lesson? Yeah. That guy's one of my best friends. He's part of my crew. That's the only fair fight I ever lost. That's also the only fight that ever started. So I learned, nah, I'm not no punk, but I'm not going to start the fight. For whatever reason, like, I just feel like, oh, my God, like, if I start the fight, I'm the aggressor. And then mentally, like, I just lose focus because I feel like I just started something. But defending myself, I automatically click to, I got to kill this person. Like, in order for me to, like, like, survive. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. But that's the brick for me. We have to be able to, to, to defend ourselves. We have to be able to stand up for ourselves. We have to be able to, you know, um, understand life lessons. 
we have to be able to retain the this pain and and this hurt not from a uh not at a standpoint to give it back but just to remember like I know how this level of pain feels. I know how losing a child feels. I know how being divorced feels. I know how getting a whooping feel. I know how getting fired feel. I know how uh, being in so much love with someone and losing that relation. I know how it all feels. Those are bricks in, in or those are that's the mortar that holds everything together. That's the mortar that creates the barrier for you to say, okay, I need to heal properly before I get to the next relationship. I need to figure out how to trust me enough so that I can trust other people again, because that's what a trust issue stems from. It's not that I don't trust you. It's that I learned who I was when I was around you. And I now have to have a brick of protection towards myself. Because it's something about you, and I'm just saying in general, it's something about you that makes me goofy and not paying attention to stuff and allow you to do certain things to me. I think we all have that brick with certain people. And it's okay. But once you go through that a few times, it's like, wait, hold on, this is a, this is a me thing. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not guarding anything. And you start thinking about the blueprint that you were left. You start thinking about the things that, you know, you need to add to it. And you need to, you start thinking about like, mm, I see my people act like that. That's why I act like that. Now that I got that feeling and I understand it and realize like that ain't it. Nah, get that up out of here. Knock that wall down. I got to build something better than that. I got to build something stronger than that. Like finding out to, to, finding out what bricks you need to to make from scratch is a very very difficult thing and it, you can't you cannot do that while listening to society you cannot do that while listening to quote unquote elders like you have lived your life. I'm pretty sure that everybody besides my kids, everybody who listens to this podcast is an adult. You are grown enough to now understand what you need in life. You are adult enough and smart enough to say, okay, this is how I was raised. These are the things that I've always wanted to change, even as a child. I'm an adult now, and I don't want I don't want that a part of me anymore. Excuse me. I don't want that a part of me anymore. So I'm gonna change it. And when asked about it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad. I'm gonna be able to say no. Because I said no. You have to be able to get there with everything in your life. Everything doesn't deserve an explanation. I said no. I don't like that. I don't want that. It doesn't matter why. It like it like the only people I give an explanation to is my supervisor because I have a job there and my kids 
because it's my responsibility to teach them and help them build their castle. So when they ask me certain things, I say certain things. Not like they checking me. But they're human beings. They can ask me a question. They can ask me why I'm bugging out. They can ask me why I'm, I'm mad at this or mad at that. They can ask me if I'm okay. They can do that. Now, are the responses always conducive and, and things that they want to hear? No. But they're able to take that and do what they want with it. Everything that I do in regards to my kids is from a place of teaching them. Everything I do has a high level of freedom because I wasn't given that opportunity. It just is what it is. It's a lot of things that I wasn't able to do growing up because of how my parents was raising us. And it was fine. It wasn't like, I don't like, that's your choice. Like everybody, everybody feels like they were treated like all the teenagers. You feel like, dang, I can't go nowhere. I can't do this. I can't have this. I can't have that. That's life. That's what I'm talking about. But for my kids, I want them to be able to experience stuff with their friends. I want them to be able to just experience stuff, experience stuff in general. I want them to be able to ask me certain questions that some people might think are appropriate. No, I got to, I have to let them know. I'm definitely not the parent like, I don't want you to do this on the streets. Do this here with me. I'm I'm not that parent. But I am definitely the parent to ask. Because I'm going to give you honest answer. Because that's the brick that I, I, I didn't have. Like, I learned a lot of life lessons later. Like, I didn't have a true foundation of what life was going to be. Like, I feel like that's why, you know, my marriage happened the way that it, the way that it did. I feel like that's why relationships happen the way that it that the way that it it did. I'm not blaming nobody uh uh but myself because I was looking at how I thought relationships was gonna work. My stepdad loved that guy. L- love him. I thought my life was gonna I thought my life was gonna be like that. I thought like, you know, cause he he loved my mom. He loved me and my brothers unconditionally. But we never really we never really had a conversation of how relationships really work. And so when you get in these relationships, you're flying blind. Because you're going off an assumption. Should I have asked? Yeah, but again, I'm raised in a time to where you can't really be asking your question. Like you can't really be asking your parents questions like that. Like, I don't know if I was the only one, but like I said, I was raised in, the, uh, I was born in 82, so, and I was, I, I was fast. Like, so around 10, 11, like, I had questions, but it was like, nah. So I chose, like, when I start having kids, I wanted to make sure early that they understood that they can talk to me about anything. <laughs> And I meant like I'm when I say anything, I mean anything with no judgment at all. Because that's the brick that I wish that I had. And I don't force it on them. I don't just go in there and be like, you going you gonna talk to me and you gonna ask me questions. We built that together. We built that together. I tell you guys twin all the time. That boy don't talk. He that boy does he do not care to talk to me, his mama, his brothers, like nothing. I had to learn that. 
had to understand that's that's part of his that's part of his castle. He'll talk to me when he want to talk to me. I force him to talk to me. I'll text them or I'll we'll see each other in the house. He'll be playing a game right here in the living room. Um, you know, in the other room. I'm like, you good? Yeah. What you playing? He'll tell me what he playing. You all right? Yeah. Well, I walk away. But because I allow him that freedom to feel what he feels, when he feels away, he'll tell me. But I had to allow him to build that wall for himself. I couldn't see her and say, you ain't going to be up here disrespecting me and not talking to me. when I Like, who am I? If you don't want to talk, you don't got to talk. On the other hand, Junior always want to talk. Junior, every morning before, you know, he go to school, uh, have a good day, Dad. And this is this is more recently because uh, he listened to one of the podcasts and it hit him that he's like, he's about to be a young adult. So for a while now, he just, he hey, all right, Dad, have a good day, fist bump. He come home, you know, he cleaning up the kitchen or I'm yelling at them for not cleaning up the kitchen or whatever. And he'll be like, you know, he'll see me sit down like, so how was your day? He understands I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not I'm not yelling. I'm, I'm like, I'm not mad. I don't hate you as a person. I'm annoyed because you didn't you didn't do what you're supposed to. So while he's doing what he's supposed to do or while they're doing, they talk. But that's a brick that I allow them to be a part of. I had to see like, um, do I want to do I want to give them that you speak when you spoken to or the freedom of you can talk when you want to talk and you can be who you want to be regardless. Like we've all had like seriously, like when I say everything we went through, you know, you like boys, girls, like we went through that. We, you know, uh twin is an ally, junior is an ally, um, Kingston is comfortable, like he's he likes chubby girls and he'll tell you that to the day he died. That he's he's been like that since I don't since he's been having puppy love. I'm not stopping them from feeling the way that they feel. I'm allowing them. All right, well, okay, if you're an ally, what does that mean to you? How do you support? What it like what do you do? Like at what level are, are you are you that? I don't say, oh, that's not like what? Nah. Because it's brick by brick that we have to build whatever it is that we're going through, whatever it is we're trying to be, whatever it is that that we want to show. We can't be embarrassed, scared, or 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 bothered about what the other person feels. We have to understand that people are going to keep on trying to knock them them bricks off, though. They're going to keep on altering the pain. They're going to keep on altering the hurt. You're going to keep on going through these things, and they're going to keep on trying to knock them bricks apart. They're going to keep on trying to be the big bad wolf and blow them bricks down. But it's up to you to stand on what you need and 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 create the foundation that's necessary for you to go. The one thing that I did that I did learn, and this is why I I even mentioned, you know, uh, we need to break the the mental and spiritual generational curse, or whatever quote-unquote. The reason why that is is because I'm fighting a battle of depression and anxiety with the weapons my parents left me. Right? 
and it don't work for me. And so I realized I can't get I I can't pass down those weapons to my my sons because it didn't work for me. I can't keep passing down fear. I can't keep 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 I don't want the house to have a a a a brick of my fear cuz my fear is not going to help you with your fear. The things my parents were scared of in life that created the lessons that they gave me, it didn't help me. It hindered me. Because it created trust issues in in race, it created trust issues in in just uh work, it created all these trust issues. Not saying that um I'm saying race in general because the time they were raised and the stories and history because my stepdad was really big on on history. Like we had all the encyclopedias and stuff like that. Like, and I don't like. That's my father. I don't want to. I don't want to say stepdad. So that like my father had like all the encyclopedias. Made sure that we you know we was reading and stuff like that. Um, but that don't work for. That didn't work for me. As I got older, because times change, so I'm learning. Like, okay, I can't pass that down, and I'm not. And I, I'm not saying this to be offensive. I don't care if it is, but I'm not saying it to. It's not going to work for them. The structure that I had to live through as a child, teenager, that don't work for them. So I have to push that away. And I have to do what works for me and my time. And I have to, to, to be okay with people not understanding that and people not approving of it and people not liking the way it looks and people wanting to put their perspective in and, and still put their uh, input in. It doesn't work. And I'm I'm doing this so early in life so that when they start building without me, I'm not offended by it. When they start pushing off the, the, the bricks that I gave them, I'm not offended by them. When they alter the, the 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 recipe of the bricks that we did together, I'm not offended by it. That's why I'm starting early now. Be who you're supposed to be. You like girls, cool. You like boys, cool. You you don't like nobody, cool. You want one foot, cool. You want wings, cool. You want tattoo, cool. I don't care about none of that. I'm just gonna. I'm all I'm gonna do is tell you what comes with the decisions that you allow me in on. I tell them all the time, like when I start realizing how much um, the LGBT. LGBT community was one being harassed and then two how you know the representation started to increase right and I wasn't like ew why not? like for what that, that's not harming me but because it was happening a lot on the shows that I know my kids watch I didn't stop them from watching it we had a discussion about it and I let them know if you ever feel like that's what you were into like just tell me so I can help defend you when people start tripping. Don't let me be the last one to find out and because I can't help you. 
Like, I'm going to be looking at you like, yo, why, why you didn't tell me? Like, we talk about so much. And my thing is, it's never don't be that, don't do that. It's let me know in case someone comes for you. I will be right there back to back fighting with you. So I'm doing this early and I'm allowing them to build their castle inside of my castle so that they can see what's going on. They can see how I go through pain. They can see how I go through love. They can see how I go through hurt, how I celebrate achievements, how I get through failures and build. And they be able to do the same for themselves, but from from them. Like everything that we every brick that we we put out now, it's a it's a collaborative effort. But they gonna get to a point to where, all right, Dad, I'm I'm ready to, I'm ready to build alone, my guy. Prepare for that. Am I still gonna be hurt and emotional because I'm a dad and I'm a softy and I talk a lot of shit, but I love my babies? Yeah, they're my dogs. If you know me, you know my relationship with my sons. God died for my kids. I'll do anything to to make sure that they have a better life than I had. Again, I'm not trying to sit here and make it like my life was so horrible and, you know, I was in, you know, high level of poverty. I mean, poverty was poverty was very, very like there, but it wasn't like I don't want to make it seem like that. The areas that I grew up in was very bad. People was dying and stuff like that. But I don't want them to have the same fears that I had. I don't want them to have the same fights that I had. I don't want them to have this, the, the same schooling experiences that I have. I want them to be able to do what they need to do to, to be who they are. When they grow up and they, they finally have their castle, you know, um, to a level that that they want because they just feel like it'll never be complete because you keep on you 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 go through love go through hurt go through happy go through sad like consistently throughout your life so you know essentially you you don't get you don't get to put a roof on it until you're under the ground but at the end of the day when my roof is set I want to I want my kids to be able to say that my dad built his castle the way he wanted to build it and he was respectful and he was loving and he didn't do it from a place of hate. He protected what he needed to protect within himself. He built what he needed to 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 build uh, to be a better version of himself. And he did that in a time to where we can see it. The one brick that will will never be removed that I wish could be removed is the discipline one. And the reason why I'm open about it on the podcast is because I see so many, I see so many people joke about this on social media. I've experienced it a few times with my parents, uh, and I know a couple of my friends have. As you get older and you start realizing you're wrong that you did to your kids, for whatever reason, the parent tries to forget and they act like it never happened. 
And they, they, they do this thing where if you feel like that's what it is, then whatever. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. But it was. And so the brick that I feel like I wish I could remove is the time frame in which I was whooping them. Right? Because now I look at it and it's like, you was being a kid. And I whooped you for that. I whooped you for ignorance. When I truly was the ignorant person. Because I'm using a brick of discipline that was passed on to me by my parents. That was passed on to them by their parents. That was passed on. You see where I'm going? And it's been a long while since, since I've done any of that. But I say it on here because... These things are forever. And so when I get older and I say, oh, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like this. And they'll have something to go back to and say, Dad, look, right here. I hope that I don't get forgetful in old age. Like if I do forget, if if I do forget, I, I sincerely hope that it's like for really I for, uh, forgot. Not that it's I'm trying to really trick my kids into believing that it didn't happen. I whooped them. I shouldn't have. But I thought it was right. I was given that brick of discipline for my elders. That's what it was. I want that brick. That brick might not work for them. By the time by the time they have kids, I just feel like taking something from them is going to be the ultimate like punishment, like more than any whooping, whatever. I know a lot of people say, oh, I got a whooping and I turned out fine and stuff like that. But did you? Because I didn't. I got so much emotional trauma. And I'm not saying it was solely from being whooped. I got more emotional trauma than than using the, the, using the, the ideas and things that was passed down to me from generation and generation before me than the whooping, but the whooping is still present. And then when you, when, when you're like, dang, like, I can't believe you did that. And the response is it wasn't that bad. It's like, huh? Or that didn't happen. It's like, wait, like, you're not going to Mandela affect me. Like you're, you're, you're not like, I don't think people just remember trauma like I don't think people remember and or make up uh make up lifelong trauma. But that's a brick that I just I don't want. I don't want that and I don't want them to carry that on. But it's there. It's there. It's part it's part of their castle. My dad used to whoop our ass. And guess what? I have no control over that particular brick. And either they're gonna grow up and realize uh or or grow up and feel like, you know what? I forgive dad or they going to grow up and be like, man, fuck that. Even though like it was, it was a three, four year period or yeah, three, four year period. I don't know what they're going to do with that, but that's up to them. I can't tell them, nah, it didn't happen. I, I want to make sure that they have evidence of me telling that I whooped y'all ass in real time, I thought it was the right thing to do because that's what happened to me when I did certain things. But thinking about it, y'all was little kids, bro. I was a bully for nothing. And that's a rea- that's the reality of, of the situation. We call it parenting. We call it discipline. Like, that's bullying. 
And I stand on I stand on being wrong in that. I stand on that. I don't care who hears this and says, nah, that was right. Kids be tripping. You got to pop them up. Fam, if I could talk to you and you could talk to me, there's no reason. There's no reason. I get, you know, little babies, you tap them. Like, hey, hey. Like, not even whoop them. Just that little, ah, what you doing? Just to get their attention, like, to redirect them. But that's a brick that, that, that's a brick that sits in, 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 in my castle. I did that. And I, I can't remove it because I did it. But they have this podcast. They have me explaining to them that I was wrong for them not to add that brick to their, or, or yeah, add that brick to their castle. They have the opportunity to see it for what it is and say, all right, that's something that I'm, I'm not going to be down with. I gotta, I'm going to figure out a way and what to do to discipline, but I don't want to do that. And I explain, I, I explain to them like how it, how it makes you feel as a human being. Like, it just, it, it, it is what it is. Like hindsight, you know, life is, is 20, is 2020 and you see how much you've uh, gone through, you see how much, you know, you put people through, you see how much you've, um, you see how much you have allowed yourself to live the life of something that you don't want to do but you don't know no better and you're afraid of your life experiences because everybody tells you you have to listen to your elders and you have to be like this person or that person you got to grow up like you have to you got to grow up and you have to put yourself in a position to believe in who you are and you have to build how you need to build because otherwise you're going to be miserable your entire life and at the end of the day your castle is always going to fall because instead of it having a solid foundation, you're going to build it on sand. You are everything that you are supposed to be. All you have to do is believe in that. That's it. You have to be cool and comfortable with everything that you put out there. It doesn't matter what society say. It doesn't matter what your your parents say. It doesn't matter what your grandparents, your siblings, your friends, your work when you are who you are supposed to be, life runs so much smoother. And it's already so much darkness in the world that you have to fight through. It's no need to fight yourself. There is light in everything that we do. And it's up to you to get to it. Peace. What's popping, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I want you guys to head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for podcast merch. Also, support Peacefully Flawed Apparel and Peacefully Flawed Shoe Exchange. Uh, check out the new Valentine's Drop Heart and Soul and also all the other shoes, vinyls, books that we have over there. Again, www.peacefullyflawed.com. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. It's all love. Remember, no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light.